Coming to you live from downtown Los Angeles' Crypto.com Arena in Burbank, California, this is the Film vs. Film Podcast Season 4 Awards episode. I'm your host, Quinn Boys. I have hosted over a dozen awards shows in my professional career, and I am joined, as always, by my frequent collaborator and co-host, Leonard Smith Jr. Leonard, this Don't is Hollywood's Biggest Night. How are you doing, buddy? Don't forget to say champion. Um... I didn't forget anything. I didn't forget to say anything. <laughs> hey, man. I'm here, man. I'm sorry. I just had to smoke. Just had to hit my pen, you know. I always get a little anxious every time we have an award show. But the LAPD promised us, along with the Burbank Police Department, promised us that Michael Jordan will not find his way onto the premises. So we don't have to worry about him coming and trying to kill us today. So It's true. Uh, people who have listened to previous awards episodes and why wouldn't you by the way they're the best episodes that we do uh because they are the shortest and we don't uh, make anyone watch bad movies uh but we uh you may recall that we have hosted uh an earlier season awards episode from the now defunct staples center r.i.p r.i.p yes but this technically is a different venue leonard it's a technicality but this is the first we're actually christening uh, the crypto.com crypto. arena. arena. We are the first yeah. award show to be um, held in the crypto.com arena. That's and, right. Uh, this place has only seen Lakers losses so far in 2022, <laughs> but we are now going to bring a, a little bit of winning for a change. Tonight. A little bit of winning. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of winning ways. There are going to be a lot of awards won today. There are going to be some tears. There are going to be some laughs. It's going to be all around a good time. And there's going to be some losers. Of course, you can't have winners without losers. I know that uh, best of all. <laughs> and uh, we just want everyone to know all of our guests, all of the films that we discussed on this past uh, season of the Film versus Film podcast that, uh, just to be mentioned... Uh, you want to go you, through a quick recap? You are winner. Yeah, sure. Why don't we go through? Uh, well, just right, give well, we a... started out the, uh, the season with a, a very lovely guest, uh, Peter Banifes. Uh He mm-hmm. chose horror as the prompt. You know, I think mm-hmm. this is the first season where... Literally every single prompt was selected by the guest. Um, yeah. This was the first season where every prompt was selected. So if you didn't guest. like the prompt, take it up with that person. Not us. That's what you're saying, Leonard. Yeah, that's um, um And he chose horror. And, uh, you know, I came out ready to uh, just to give you a dub because I knew you needed one. And, you always uh, hand me that week one W. <laughs> <laughs> it make you feel good. Um, we did uh, Tales from the Hood versus uh, The Ring, which Quinn won. Uh, the next next uh, episode, we had Josh Simpson, who, um, if you are an avid listener, you know that I flub someone's name pretty much every intro of every episode. And I think that was the beginning of the process for season four flubs. Um, <laughs> I forgot his name in the, his last name in the middle of the thing him. is, you known Josh for a while. Josh yes. is in the improv community that we uh, are parasitic on to. And um and so I think what happened is it was like a real it was it's always funny to see a real deer in the headlights situation develop as it develops because <laughs> I I think you got to stop hitting that weed pen before we record Leonard because yeah. you just your face was just all the information left your brain and then I think I saw your soul leave you your body. saw it and thankfully the information was uh, transferred to you and you saw what was happening and you completed the sentence for me and uh, <laughs> we kept it pushing I, Josh did not say anything but he had to have noticed there's no way he didn't notice um, well if he didn't notice he'll notice now <laughs> shout so. out shout out that he didn't uh, he must have not noticed or he must have just known how high I was because he gave me the dub when we did a movie you're obsessed with 
that it was a weird one, but we did we ended up with obsessed with it was Idiocracy versus the Mummy, and mm-hmm. uh, Idiocracy won, uh, mm-hmm. giving me a nice dub and Quinn a nice L. Uh, next episode, very controversial, very controversial episode. Musical. Your fault. It's your Musical fault that it's controversial. <laughs> with John Potter. Uh, the movie Quinn saw one time, Chicago. <laughs> Movie that I saw one time, Chicago beat Leonard's movie, which is not a musical, Pitch Perfect. Pitch Perfect. So. <laughs> that was just a big flub on my part. Um, you had it coming, Leonard. Quinn Quinn won that one. Um, next episode, this was a fun episode, uh, and this was a fun prop that Amalia Quinn gave us, um, and it was Los Angeles, the city of Los Angeles, and Quinn being Quinn, he chose L.A. Confidential. LA Confidential. Los Angeles Confidential in the title, and I chose, of course, Boys in the Hood, which won, shout out to Amalia. Uh, main character dies next episode. James Mastriani. This is a, we we had a lot of fun episodes. Uh, this was a fun one because I a, I got to do my favorite thing, which is steal a win from you in the last, <laughs> last five moment. minutes of the recording. Oh my god, man! I really would have trounced you this season had you had you lost this episode. Yep. Um, <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, somehow training day lost uh, to The Departed, which I mean, it's not you know surprising when it's facing the departed but go think- and listen to the episode you can see my masterful closing arguments my closing thoughts where i i could see in the same way that i saw your soul leave your body when you forgot josh's name in the intro leonard i saw james's uh i saw it was like i granted him <laughs> divinity like his eyes were open anew to a new reality that i awokened him to, awokened him to anyway let's keep going the following episode Episode six, A-Lister's Worst Movie. This was a fun one for you, uh, but our, we had the lovely Hannah Faust's guest. This was a this was just two bad movies. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it was the A-Lister's Worst Movie, and um, uh, I, I we, chose Will Smith's Wild Wild, Wild West. West, and I chose Jamie Foxx's Breaking All the Rules. Um, I felt like you could have maybe pulled a W on this episode had you maybe argued a little better. I also thought I was going to win that episode, which is maybe why I didn't argue as hard as I could have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a weird one because I wasn't sure if the worst movie was supposed to win or the better of the two worst movies. I think I got tripped up. I think I got I got tripped over my own red tape. I'm always trying to like put like you know, like caution tape around the as if our prompts are a crime scene. I'm trying to lead you in a certain direction with my lawyering and I think I wound up yeah, leading you, myself yeah. into the jail. And cell. I literally was I was watching you do it and I was like, Oh yeah. shit, he just gave me this in and I'm about to fucking take it. Um and that Let's, but that was Let's get to my next loss. <laughs> oh, do you have more to say about that nope, one? Nope, 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 nope. We had uh, the uh, one-of-a-kind Ronnie Adrian on the podcast to talk best Pixar movies, which is... Uh, it was surprising to I, us. It was surprising. And um, it, even more surprising, neither of us picked Toy Story. And <laughs> that was a big flub on your part. Even more surprising, I picked Monsters, Inc., which lost to your pick of The Incredibles. Which I had only seen once. So... Yeah. <laughs> Uh man, Elastigirl, man. Um never forget. That uh, was the key this season, I think, was just only seeing a movie once and not thinking <laughs> about it too much and just putting cuz I saw The Mummy a lot and that movie lost for me, it, but it I saw lost. Chicago once. Yeah. Yeah. Episode uh, 8, this is when I knew I was going to lose Best Denzel movie. <laughs> Best Denzel, uh we you, were joined by Leonard's I mean, is it fair to say that you guys were in cahoots from the beginning? No. He's a part of your improv team. Lemon Pepper, Pepper Wet, Wet, the great Vince Pegler. Uh, I was the junior. I'm sorry, Vince Pegler the third. I apologize to Vince's dad, Vince Pegler Jr. But 
He um, yeah, I don't know if Vince Baker Jr. would have given me the dub. Who knows? No? Yeah, he doesn't like you as much. I feel like I would have won if it was Vince Baker Jr. That's <laughs> all. Uh, Quinn with the surprising pick of Inside Man. That was actually a great, really great choice. I, I felt like you could have fell into a couple traps there, but you don't didn't. talk down to me. <laughs> oh, really great pick, Quinn. Oh, really nice. Did you win that one? No. Yeah, but he got game. He got game. Spike Lee's, he got game. I, um, you know, I, I, I didn't fall into the... The, the hastily made remember the titans trap but i didn't get anything from it anyway so i may yeah. as well take it <laughs> you might as well take it um i played on the uh father son relationship and he got game knowing that it would pull at vince's heartstrings um <sighs> and finally maybe the wildest prompt we've ever had um, possibly our weirdest episode yeah i, I mean i don't even know why i said maybe it is the weirdest prompt for sure i don't know about maybe the weirdest episode but the weirdest prompt we've had all all i say that series long I say that with love. I think Michael would appreciate it. We oh, had yeah, Michael yeah. Sturgis on the podcast, the actor, comedian, writer, uh, writer, uh, cartographer. Um, and we talked cannibalism movies on Christmas Eve. <laughs> <laughs> and I picked the only cannibalism movie that can win, <laughs> Silence of the Lambs. And I beat you uh, in an episode that did not matter towards our final tally. Yeah, um, and I just chose American it, Psycho because what other, I mean, they're literally I can. It didn't matter what I chose. So yeah, you might as well have chosen. He got game. <laughs> <So it wouldn't laughs> um, and that is the season. What a season it's been! Wow, what a whirlwind, Leonard. Are you left with any memories that come flooding back? Uh, any any time where because you know, uh, I I'm immediately recalling Michael going to the bathroom while we were recording the podcast. <laughs> We that was pretty funny. Tell, I also uh, a moment that the listener doesn't really know about, but I remember, remember very vividly is uh, me and Quinn doing in person recording with someone on Zoom, which was Josh second episode from my place. But then it was, the audio was weird, so we had to do it in separate rooms. And then Quinn's laptop was dying, and he was in the <laughs> living room, and he unplugged the Wi Fi router to plug in his laptop and completely cut us off from Sky uh, from uh, Zoom Josh. and. And uh, kind of d- stalled the entire uh, po- uh, podcast episode, but we got it right. I was almost happy when I lost that one. I was like, "This makes sense. Um, <laughs> this 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 makes sense." I the, also the thing that you got, you have like one of those you know outlet strips. So there was like six choices of me to pull a plug out, and I was I just basically eeny meeny miny mowed it because my laptop was crashing fast. And I pulled out your Wi-Fi, so I, I, that was indicative of my luck for the season. I should have known then that that was a bad omen that was going to follow me. But um, you live, you learn. You live, uh, I man. can't seem to beat Leonard uh, as much as I try. Uh, I think I'm, I'm thinking of like Nancy Kerriganing you. You know, I, I'm thinking of just having someone break your 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 weed your weed pen so that you can't compete. <laughs> I know uh, it's so funny. Queen comes in with like very prepared thoughtful arguments and like you know different ways to present how his movie is the best and i'm just like hey man listen man you know how you felt when you was watching (laughs) (laughs) yeah you get all of our guests high and then they they agree with your they come around to your way of thinking um Uh, no but for real uh it's fun getting heated arguing movies with you leonard but i think we had another fun season we had another great season and we're excited to talk about what's to come but for tonight on podcasting's biggest night, and also Hollywood's biggest night, and thus far the biggest night in crypto.com arena history, 
we've got some awards to give out. Are you ready to get into it? Very, very, very excited to give out these awards. Um, you know, this is my favorite time of every season. And who doesn't like to give out awards? And who doesn't like to receive awards? You know, everybody loves to receive awards. It is award season. That's right. Uh, and so we just went through episodes. We just went through guests, giving a little refresher to both the audience and, most importantly, ourselves. Uh, so Leonard. We're going to do it the way we do it out of time. We trade off envelopes. I believe you have the first one. Can you uh, tell me the very anticipated award? Best guest in season four. Best guest. We, you know, we want to start out on a positive note this season. And we had a lot of great guests. We just went over yep. all of them. A lot of yep. fun. A lot of good times. You know, uh, went on a lot of different tangents. You know, this is supposedly a movie podcast, but, you know, <laughs> things happen. Um yep. Uh, any any favorites you think before I open this envelope? Do you have any thoughts? Maybe any, any I'm guesses? I'm going to say I saw – and listen, there's no wrong answer to this question, Leonard. But I'm going to say I saw a side of Ronnie Adrian I didn't think I was going to see when uh, he agreed to be on the podcast when we were waiting for his pick. And uh, I think you know he's known for being a, a bit of a jokester, but he's got a heart and he's got a brain and he's got <laughs> interesting taste in Pixar films. So I think that <laughs> – I think that worked its way into a backhanded compliment. <laughs> okay, okay. That's well, my pick. That's um, what I think is on that envelope. But I don't know. As of as always, we do not pick We the do winners. not pick these. I have a feeling because uh, of the listeners, uh, John Potter was a big fan favorite this season. So mm. I'm, I'm thinking maybe he might be he might be the winner. But hold on. Let me open this thing up. Very popular with my mom, John Potter. <laughs> wow. Um, apparently there's a lot of people in the kink community who are very happy because Michael Sturges is our best guest of the season. Wow. Apparently it was the pee break. It was the, the pee break, break did it that, for that, him, right? that, that did it for a lot of people out there. Wow. Very surprised. Very surprised. I, I the, can't. The delightfully outre Michael Sturges. <laughs> I still don't even know what that word means. <laughs> Uh, congratulations to Michael. Uh, and so, you know, this time I got to be the bringer of good news, but you know, along with the uh, good news, there's always bad news. And yep. There's always a worst guest who we had yeah. a lot of great guests, but somebody has got to be the worst. Who is yeah. the worst guest of this season? You have the envelope. Once again, we do not make these picks. Yes. Uh, the picks as always are chosen by, uh, the recently disgraced Hollywood foreign press association. They do all the voting, go to them, people who lobby the votes, they go through them. We just host the podcast. We host the award show. So if you have any issue, take it up with them. I've got the envelope here, Leonard. Who do you think? Well, like, like we always say, this is our day, but be mad at the HFPA. Okay. (laughs) Um, where's guest. Um, I'm going to say, Possibly, uh, I'm gonna say possibly Peter Benefez. He chose your <laughs> movie. I'm gonna possibly wow. gonna say possibly James Astriani. He chose one of your movies. Um, wow. wow. Yeah, you know. I see a pattern. <laughs> I, I might even John Potter. John you Potter. just said might be the best guest. <laughs> I don't make these choices. You right. know, the HFPA they make wild decisions. You know, you're right. They might, Michael Sturges also could be the worst guest. He also did choose your film. So who knows? Uh, who who's in the envelope? Well, I know. Michael Jordan is not allowed in the audience tonight. We've been assured that he won't be able to find the show tonight because when he puts things into his Google Maps, he would put in Staples Center, which no longer has uh, any hits if you post it. So we're confident he won't be there. But I do see in the audience, in his finest tucks and tails, uh, Rob Bowen. He's really hoping to win the four, t- uh, the three-time worst guest award this year. So let's see if he does. Rob, I'm, I'm rooting for you, buddy. 
I don't know how he does it. He hasn't even been a guest, but he always wins. Let, let's find and he'll out. Never, and he'll never be a guest because we are, we're beefing with him. He's very angry. We're happy he's not dead. Okay, here we go. He's opening this envelope that sounds like a bag. And the worst guest in season four. Wow. He was just up here. Get him back. Michael Sturgis. Wow. The worst guest in season four. Rob Bowen has been taken down. Sorry, Rob. Yeah, and you know what? It's the same reason he won best guest. The pee break. I guess ah, it really split. A lot of people don't like pee. It really split the audience there. Some people loved it. It put them over the have top. Have you ever had somebody pee sunken. on you, Quinn? No, I have not, Leonard. I'm going to not ask you if you have because I don't want to know the answer. <laughs> Moving on to our next category. We've got the best guest. We've got the worst guest. Now we're going to talk about the worst movie that Ooh. we had to watch in Ooh. season four. This is, you would think, a subjective uh, category we probably have different picks ourselves yeah yeah but there is a title in that envelope that you have leonard before you open it what do you think i mean you know in past seasons we've had some stinkers you know Mm -hmm. there have been some bad movies obvious choices yeah this season you know i feel like there are a lot of good movies you know and but i'm a little worried about the hfpa i feel like there's gonna be a black film inside of this envelope you know we know we know how they feel about black films we know how about these uh, these uh, people rating these films and, and discussing these films and these critics. They they don't like these black films, so I'm worried. I just don't want it to be a black film. That's all I'm. That's all. That's all I'm hoping for. Okay. Well, I hope that for you as well. I will say I hope it's breaking all the rules because that while that is a black film, uh, I think it's also a bad film. They're not mutually exclusive. Uh, and uh, also, that film did me dirty. I feel like I'm blaming the movie for losing that week. So, Am I if that is truly I'm a worse movie than Wild Wild West, then surely it must be the worst film. Leonard, you got the envelope. All right, I'm opening it now. This envelope it sounds like a chip bag. All right, here it is. And look at this. The worst movie of the season was Wild Wild West. You shut the hell up. You shut up. Look, let me see that envelope. <laughs> look, oh my it's God. right there in black it's, and white. Uh... That movie's bad. Well, if it's so bad, how come I lost that week, Leonard? You're going to have to talk to Hannah Faust about that one, my friend. Oh, damn it. You got to worry about the, either the Hollywood, the Hollywood Foreign Press Association or the Hannah Faust Press Association. Either one. It's going to be, it's, it's not good. I'm upset. I mean, are you surprised? It was a bad movie. No, I'm not surprised. I just vindicate. I feel validated, but also it's not going to benefit me anymore. So I'm, I'm upset. Yeah, that's, that's got to feel bad. Give me the next award. All right, here we go. <laughs> and this is for the best movie of this. And when you don't have that many sneakers, that means you have a lot of good movies. There were a lot of good movies this season. Yeah, let's talk about this. I'm looking at this. What do you think? Like, just subjectively, Leonard, don't tell me what you think is going to be on the envelope. What's the favorite movie that you are? Or just like, well, I think this is the best, even if it's not my favorite. Yeah. Out of this entire season. Yep. My personal favorite movie. Hmm. I'm going to say, you know, some of these movies were like new experiences or I hadn't seen these movies in a very long time. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to have to go with, I'm going to, I'm just going to have to stick with it. I, I can't sway because, you know, one of these was movies we were obsessed with, you know, and I was, I've been obsessed with Idiocracy a long time, but I'm not going to go with Idiocracy. I'm going to go with Thank God. Training Day. Training Day. Training Day. Training Day. Yeah. That's the best one. Denzel movie that wasn't. Okay, well, that is a solid pick. I think I'm going to go Silence of the Lambs. I yeah, don't, yeah. You know, I, yeah. I, 
I like curling up on the couch with some fava beans and a nice Chianti and just kicking back and watching Hannibal Lecter work. But uh, it's not up to us, as we've said 14 times now already. Let me see what's in the envelope. Best movie covered in Season 4 of the Film vs. Film Podcast. <clears throat> Here we go. Excuse me. Let me put my reading glasses on. It's Idiocracy? Oh, Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, shit. This is a- this is a bad joke. Shout out to the Hollywood Foreign Press. This is a bad joke. If Mike Judge takes a shit in films that are you going to give him an award, you people are the we've worst. A, I see. We've ugh. got a panel full of cynics. I love it. My I love God. It. I love it. I it's mean, satire. They must have went to Costco University. You know, um, that's what happens when you're highly educated and you go to a university that is inside of a shopping mall. Um, Maybe the pick is satirical like the film is satirical, but ah, also like the film... This pick's not funny, guys, okay? This is a serious award show we're whoa, running. Whoa, whoa, Jesus. Whoa, 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 whoa. Don't let Mike Judge hear that. Mike Judge, <sighs> if you're listening, I love you. So, you're cool. Le- Leonard, while we're on the topic of movies, we got to talk about, and I believe you have the envelope for it, your favorite performance. Ooh. Your favorite performance of all the films we've watched. I mean, Luke Wilson was pretty damn good in Idiocracy. Shut your mouth and talk be- about something else. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay. Favorite performance. Well, I mean, we had Denzel a few times this season. Uh, Denzel pushing that child on that court and he got game might have been my favorite performance all season. Just the father mildly abusing his son. (laughs) He just felt so real. Um, uh, I mean, you got to go with, uh, you know, Michael. I mean, God damn it. uh, What's his name? You forgot names again? I see you got that deer in the headlights. From uh, Silence of the Lambs. From Silence of the Lambs. Oh, uh, uh, now you're making me forget. I'm just my brain gave me Gene Hackman. That's not Gene Hackman. Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins in Silence of the Lambs. Great. Mm. Um, you know, how about some love for Brendan Fraser in The Mummy? So, (laughs) I'm going to shout out how how big of a Morris Chestnut was really good at playing a piece of shit. No brain, half character in breaking all the rules. Yeah, and also uh, uh, oh, a, oh, and, a hunky uh, uh, football. Wait, he plays football in yeah, uh, Boys, Boys in the Hood, right? Yep, R- yeah. Ricky. Back Ricky. when he had hair. Um, but but I mean, you know, and also can't forget to throw out Leo. Leo. Oh, uh, oh, and my man Jack. Jack also had. You know, there are a lot of great performances. Mark Wahlberg is pretty good in in The Departed, playing a racist cop. Um, you know, a little life imitating art, maybe. I'm not sure, but it's a, it's a you believe that performance. Um, and uh, I like really, I really like Dash from The Incredibles. I feel like he gives a very full performance. And, um, you know, all right, well, you really go there on can a only ride. be one. There, there can, can only be only one, though. Be one. And I am going to open up this envelope. And, uh oh. I see in his face it's something unexpected. Oh, man. It's fucking... Renee Zellweger in Chicago. Renee! Oh, my gosh. What an upset, Renee. Really? Yes. Really? Totally well-deserved. Are you serious? Didn't she win an Oscar? She She won an Oscar. This is blasphemous. This is crazy. I'm I'm upset. 
if she won an Oscar, she can win a film versus film podcast episode awards season four episode award. Now, Leonard, also, this is my favorite time of each episode. Before we give this uh, award to Renee, who unfortunately could not be here. So for all guests who cannot be here, uh, we will, of course, mail you the trophy. But Leonard, do you want to describe what the season four trophy looks oh, like this year? Man, this. First of all, it's beautiful. The, it's beautiful. It, it's, uh, you know, uh Two two scale, um, it's a K nine, it's a K nine five mask. <laughs> it's a to scale K nine. It's, it's a whole dog. It's a no. It's a to scale K nine five. Uh, what is it? A oh. K five. N nine five. N nine five. It's a to scale N nine five mask. Sorry for that, folks. Uh, it's not a K nine. So we did not bronze a dog. Uh, it's an N ninety five mask that we have. Um, now, Leonard, is it functional? Would it? Would it you is be able, not this functional. This is gold plated. It's, it's okay. not functional at all. Um, it, it, it's uh, it's wrapped around uh-huh. mm-hmm. a football. Yes, that it's I wrapped do around see. a football. Yep. And uh, on the football, uh, uh-huh. there's uh, an axe attached to it. Yep. And um, this is gonna be a this is gonna be a tough one to display. You know, yeah. um, you're gonna need a lot of mantle space and a very firm mantle. Because it will take there. down your shelf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, it's also know, been riddled with bullets, uh, which is, I think, a training day nod. You yeah, know? yeah. It's just been yeah. shot up. Also, maybe the departed. Um, but it's a also beautiful maybe tells from of, the hood. <laughs> pick a lot of movies with uh, <laughs> gun violence. Also, maybe American Psycho. Uh, so, <laughs> there, there's a lot of pain inflicted in this one. Yeah, yeah. and just the the fact that we also have to remember to wear your mask and your. Um, your N5, your 9, whatever, uh, mask. Your K95 mask. Um, <laughs> your N95. Of course, of course, you shouldn't put a mask on a football, so don't take it that literally. That would be a waste of an N95 mask. But I yeah. think it's more of a metaphor for film that we're celebrating, and, and the trophy reflects that. Well, uh, you know, it's also a representation from, like, boyhood and death. You know, if you don't yes. put your mask on, you're going to die. Just like how if you had a football in this passing in, in uh, boyhood, you died. So... You know, Ricky carried that football around with him all the time. But if he just carried a mask with him everywhere, maybe he wouldn't have died. That's right. That's right. If he had that mask, he and that's might not just, have died. I mean, I just feel like that's the wrong place, wrong time to put that message in an award. But here we yeah, are. I agree. It's probably it's kind of distasteful. But moving on to our least favorite performance in any film from the season four film versus film catalog, the Mummy. We. It, you want me to just? Re- you think it's going to be the mummy? No, that's well, just my guess. That's just my guess. Oh. I didn't want to- now, I'm, let me ask. I'm not you. saying it's the mummy. I'm just. Let I mean, me ask. I'm saying, you. I'm, that's Are you probably- saying your least favorite performance is the mummy, <laughs> or is it someone from the mummy? Everyone in the mummy. It's everyone in the mummy. Okay, Leonard. Well, have your have your laughs, have your chortles, and I'm going to tell you what the actual answer is. Least favorite performance in the film versus film season four movies it goes to the cast of the. Goes to the cast of the Mummy. <laughs> this is an ensemble award. Are you kidding wow. me? Wow! The whole cast of the Mummy. Sometimes the Hollywood Foreign Press Association makes decisions like this, and they give it to the entire ensemble instead of getting it to one person. And I really want to, you know, Brandon Fraser, Rachel, Brendan, Lice, Brendan Fraser, Arnold Vosloo. <laughs> You're giving it to all these motherfuckers. That is disrespectful, and uh, I, in good, t- I'm going to accept this award on their behalf so that they could never receive it because I, I think that's totally unfair. 
Well, also what people don't know is this award comes apart. So you can pull somebody could get the axe, someone could get the football, yeah. you know, someone could get the mask. <laughs> All of them are riddled with bullet holes, but you can get a piece of each. <sighs> they'll they'll never see this. I'm going to bury this. Uh, okay, so that this really just continues to not be my season. Um, but we do uh, have uh, con contractually contractual contractually contractually. Obligated. I'm contractually obligated to um to do this intro for this next award. Oh yes, um, okay, good. <laughs> uh, Quinn is not allowed to speak, and he would not want to speak. So, it says here uh, that I'm supposed to stand in solemn remembrance. <laughs> Yeah, times are changing, people, and that's right. Black people got their own award this time. Um, they won't give us uh, pay or rights, but they will give us awards and false holidays. So this season, did we got... just call Martin Luther King a false holiday? <laughs> <laughs> Martin Luther King Day, Juneteenth. Um, uh, we've got a very special award, and that is the Blackest Movie Award. We had a lot of black movies this season. And um, so they Hollywood Foreign Press is like, you know what? Instead of like giving you your your rights and being equal to other films, we're just gonna give you a little subcategory of black films. So what's the blackest? What's the blackest movie this uh, season, Quinn? What do you think? Pass. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Can, can uh, I got... ask? Are you asking like by volume or by, <laughs> by content? Just... You tell you know me. What? I'm gonna go to my original answer of pass. <laughs> You know, here at Film versus Film, we don't have any hard set rules <laughs> for anything, so it's all <laughs> subjective. All right, well, here, here we got a few options. We got Tales from the Hood, very black movie. Yes. Um, you would think Chicago would fall into this category. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Boys in the Hood. We got Boys in the Hood. We got Training Day. We got Breaking All the Rules. Wild Wild West does not count. Um, Come on. He got game. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's just knock out. All right, and I'm going to legally open. no movie with Kevin Klein can be considered a black movie, even if it has Will Smith in it. So it's it is it's a gray area. What happened to Kevin Klein? I don't know. Disappeared. All right, and wow. Uh oh, he's looking upset. Wow. Out of all these wonderful movies I named. With great leading actors, great stories, breaking all the rules. Oh God! Breaking that's a, all the rules. That's the second film that's time that we've awarded breaking all the rules. My worst viewing experience of the season with a friggin' prestige award. Wow! I know wow. I shouldn't get angry about the blackest movie category, Leonard, but I'm angry. <laughs> this is not. So you're good. angrier than the black man? Okay. It beat three me. Denzel movies. Take you should be angry too. <laughs> I know. I'm very angry. I'm very upset. And also... You picked it. Also, Breaking All the Rules didn't win win any awards before this. Yeah. Wild Wild West <laughs> won Worst Movie, and I think that's what you're upset about. It didn't deserve to win any awards before this. We are... <laughs> <laughs> well, it won Blackest Movie. I mean, it's all black cast, and I mean, actually, there are a couple of white people in it, but they're pretty bad in the movie. They're so. the ones who are following all the rules. <laughs> that's the <most. laughs> Um. Oh, oh. 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 Sorry. Sorry. I can't. Can um. Th- this is your turn. It's your turn, Quinn. Oh. Yes. Well, if the blacker the berry, the sweeter the juice, Leonard. Then the whiter the berry, the come back to me. I'm. <laughs> I'm choosing the. You know, because turnabout is fair play. 
the whitest movie that we covered on the season four of Film vs. Film podcast. And we have, as usual, a cornucopia of options to choose from. Let me just count the ways here. The Ring, that's a white-ass movie starring Naomi Watts. Takes place in, like, the the Pacific Northwest, which is, is pretty white. Very um, The Mummy, which is just a bunch of white people running around Egypt. You would think that it might be a little bit more culturally inclusive. <laughs> it's not. Uh <laughs> Chicago, a movie about arguably Leonard, you 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 hail kind of from Atlanta, New Orleans, but Chicago is one of our 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 blackest our blackest cities. Am I stepping in it saying that? I feel like that's a <laughs> what you're trying to say, Quinn. Yeah, I'd love to keep going. Um, but <laughs> however black the city may be, the movie is not. <laughs> then we have Leonard's Pit Pitch Perfect, which is perhaps the whitest movie of all time. Bro, bro, yeah, I'm thinking this is the front running. This is a movie about acapella, so yeah. <laughs> L.A. Confidential. <laughs> L.A. Confidential, The Departed, Wild Wild West because of Kevin Klein, The Incredibles, Monsters, Monsters Inc. Inc. doesn't settle on a race, but I feel like those it's monsters white. are probably white. Boo is white. American Psycho and Silence of the Lambs. That's just white people. Black people don't do cannibalism. Start cannibalism. eating people. Yeah. yeah. Why is that, Leonard? <laughs> because we're, we're, not, the time. we're not colonizers. Yeah. <laughs> so that about... colonizer energy. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just like, oh, I'm already subjugating these people. Why don't I try eating them? Which I guess makes a certain amount of sense. But <laughs> let's, uh, let's cut through the suspense and let me just announce the winner here. Okay. Oh, wow. I mean, so many people to award for this one, but just white. I don't know how we determine blackest movie, but whitest movie was by volume. And that goes to the Boston crime drama, The Departed, <laughs> taking place in the city of Boston. Wow. If Chicago is one of our blackest cities, Leonard, Boston is definitely the whitest. So, uh, <laughs> one of, one, one of Salt Lake City, Utah. Okay, that's true. But those those are they don't weird. make they don't make movies about Salt Lake yeah, City. Yeah, those Utah. are weird whites, Leonard. <laughs> We're not looking for weird whites. Okay, I'm talking. Boston considers itself a very middle class, salt of the earth white, and uh, you get a you get a kind of uh, specific. Boston only there. allows black people in the city because they need sports. It's true. If you're not a Celtic, <laughs> you're in trouble. Uh, so. I mean, does it do even DiCaprio, Damon, Nicholson, Wahlberg, uh, uh, Martin Sheen, um, Anthony Anderson? Oh yeah, Anthony Anderson, who gets shot in the head in this movie. Uh, So I feel like if anything that helps, get Vera Farmiga. It's just uh, I mean, any movie that says cranberry juice, what are you on your period? Got to be the whitest movie, right? It's true. Here to accept uh, the award for whitest movie is Matt Damon, uh, who's kind enough to join us here at the Crypto Arena. Matt, uh, thank you for making this film. Uh, despite being such a white movie, I do think Leonard enjoyed it. And um, thank you for that elevator death scene, which secured me one of my, my few wins of the year. Wait, what was that, Matt? No, no, you can't say that. We're not allowed to, you're not allowed to say that word anymore. No, Matt. No. Uh-oh. Uh, his his acceptance speech is getting too white. All right, let's play him off the table. All right, here we go. Quick, Leonard, into the next award. We oh, got- okay, okay, okay. Oh, man. They, you know, we've been around long enough now that we are handing out Lifetime Achievement Awards. That's right. Babies born when we recorded our first podcast, Leonard, are now a year and change. <laughs> That's pretty incredible. They made it through this 
tough world for over an entire year. They've known only pandemic. They've known only their homes. <laughs> You're really getting into this. Oh man. Well, well, that's because it's named after Samuel L. Jackson. How you got to get into it, right? Of course. And uh, as we all know, Samuel L. Jackson was our first, our first, you know, just like guy I mean, who pops up in all the movies, but is in none of the movies we pick. And then he he didn't make it. And uh, so we're paying homage to him. And and in this season's Samuel Jackson Lifetime Achievement Award goes to Luis Guzman. Oh, that, that's this it's is very nice. Your time. It's finally this your time, good. Luis. Luis uh, Guzman uh, was, of course, our that guy in season four and pulled an offer. We seem to be allergic to the people that we put in that third criterion oh, spot. Oh, wait a second. Oh, hold on. Is that Roger Gouverneur Smith? He's Roger Gouverneur Smith is ha- coming up here right now to what? accept Luis Guzman's award. Why? I've never seen anything like this. He, this is just, this is unheard of. He was, he's in, pulling a Kanye. He's pulling a Kanye. He said he deserved this lifetime achievement award. He was in what? Two movies this season. And I think he's been in five movies from the entire history of the podcast. Well, I, I, he's, he shows up time and again. He, you know, I'm starting to see his face in my dreams, Leonard. I'm starting to wait a second. Roger Smith, he was in. He's been in like six Spike Lee movies. Uh huh. He was in Do the Right Thing. That's right. Spike Lee did the Barnes Blackman. He's friends with Michael Jordan. I think. Uh oh. Roger Smith might be friends with Michael Jordan. Do you think he told him where we were? He's. He think, wouldn't. Do you think Roger Smith told Michael Jordan where we were and that this was happening? He wouldn't do that. He mm-hmm. knows. I mean, he's been on the podcast so many times. He must know that we're beefing with Michael Jordan. Oh, God. Oh, God. Do you want to ask him? I'm too scared to ask. I'm afraid, too, because if the answer is, yes, I told Michael Jordan, then we got to get our cars running. Yeah, <laughs> we got to be able we, to we leave here in a hurry. Awards. Yeah. You know, okay. I'm, I'm going to okay. call a lift real quick. I'm not even going to use my car. He knows, I think he knows what type of car I drive. So I'm not, All right. Well, Leonard, if I might hop this. in that lift with you. Uh, Let's get through this. Next award. I'm not really sure uh, what this one means exactly, so I'm just going to open the envelope as I'm reading it here. This is for Biggest Meltdown. And let me see. Uh, this. Okay. Um, this goes to me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This, this, was, this was when Hannah Faust chose chose breaking all the rules instead of Wild Wild West, and I, I think I got for real mad at her, and so... <laughs> Thank you for this award. I don't. I don't know if that's. As soon as, as soon as they announced that this was going to be an award, I knew we all knew who was going to win this award. I, I just feel like, I you know, what do I display this? I don't want this reminder. I will tell you who was a close runner up was Ricky's views. mom. Ricky's mom when Ricky got shot. That might have been the second biggest meltdown of the season. Wait, that's the second biggest meltdown. Your 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 moment with Hannah and the breaking all the rules. The winning was pr- by far the biggest meltdown. With her son in 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 Boys in the Hood, her son gets shot and then is displayed on her couch dead. Second biggest meltdown. Oh my god! This third biggest meltdown would it would probably be me when James chose uh <laughs> chose fucking the departed. The departed. No, it was uh, when he said. The when line, he said, yeah. I was going to pick training day until yeah. I heard Quinn's argument. Yeah, that's what threw me into the depths of despair. Oh, yeah. man. But let's let's get through this uh, episode because I'm, I'm starting to get nervous. Uh, okay. there's, there's, there's just like some weird energy happening. 
Yeah. Okay. Oh, absolutely. I think I'm seeing the lights start to flicker on and off in a suggestive pattern, like they do when like the Candyman is coming and stuff. So I, I don't know, Leonard. Do you get the next oh, award? Oh, best best Denzel movie. Best <laughs> now, Denzel movie. And so this is separate from best movie, and also separate from blackest movie. <laughs> this is the best Denzel movie. Okay. Denzel had to make sure that he was gonna get his goddamn due diligence of acknowledging his greatness. Okay? I feel like we acknowledge his greatness a lot. And in fact, we had an episode titled best Denzel movie. So this feels like a completely superfluous award. I don't know. I'm going to go ahead and open this envelope. And when you look at that training day, training one, day, the one Denzel movie that we picked that was not even in the best Denzel movie category because we used it in a different category. Man, I really blew that. I really blew that hard. Really blew that hard. Man, that's a tough one. I gotta oh. start rejecting guest prompts. Best Denzel movie? Nah, we already talked about Training Day this season. <laughs> Choose again. Choose again. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. Let's uh, let's. Uh, oh, I don't like. The congrats game. to Denzel. I guess. Congrats, congrats, Denzel. congrats to Macbeth. Um. We got one more category, Leonard, and yeah. they're telling me they're the, the the people that are running this show are making in no uncertain terms they're pointing to me and they're saying I have to present this award to you, which makes me sick. Oh wait a minute, no no, they're saying I'm supposed to. Okay, I got it. Okay, What's here happening? to present. Well, Leonard, you are very excited. No, you're very proud uh, of winning. The season four of Film vs. Film podcast, not just for that, but because it locked up three wins in a row. We call that in sports a three-peat. No. You know who else calls uh, winning three in a row a three-peat? Here to present Leonard with no. his award for his third consecutive no. season win is the six-time NBA champion and no. NBA MVP, no. his heirness, Michael no. Jordan. But should I be happy? Should I be scared? Is the beef settled? Oh, I don't want to go up there. I don't want to have to wait, go where? up there, Leonard. I don't want to see him. He's standing back at the end of the thing. He's got your award for it. He's, this feels, he's this palming it right. in one hand like a basketball. He's he palming the football the of the award. Like it's there's an axe attached to this award. Mm-hmm. You think and he is testing that it is in fact detachable. Why did you decide that the axe had to be a real detachable axe, Leonard? I feel like that's on you, buddy. I just felt like wasting an entire axe for an award just felt wrong. And wait a second. So is Michael cool with me now? Is he cool? I with don't this? know. I'm not going to go up and ask him. They just told me he's giving you the award. Because Roger Gubernator Smith gave me a weird look when I said Michael Jordan. Okay, you listen. guys know I idolized Michael Jordan, and yeah. then I ruined, I ruined any possible future relationship I had with him with this podcast. Mm-hmm. So this is either going to be a dream come true, because he listens, my untimely death, yeah. by the hands of Michael Jordan. But either way, it's a good story. I mean, granted, one of the ways it's only a good story for me, <laughs> but but it's a fun way to go. I'll put it on your tombstone. Here lies Leonard Smith Jr. Murdered by Michael Jordan. I'm just going to let Michael Jordan keep that award. And I say, uh, I think my lift, I think my lift. Oh, hold on. Before, before I get in this lift though. No, that's okay. Go, go ahead. Take your lift. You don't want to leave that guy waiting. No, no, no. You got to talk about Quinn's punishment. (laughs) Uh, Do we? Crypto.com arena doesn't want to hear about my punishment, Leonard. Okay. I'm just, I just want to make sure that Michael Jordan leaves the premises before, before I, Okay. 
It's right. a red Prius, Michael. He's going to be getting in a red Prius at the end of this show. <laughs> okay, we're going to talk about Quinn's punishment for this season. We're no longer doing movie punishments at the end of the season. And uh, simply because Quinn's over it. <laughs> well, I just think that you need to get more creative if I'm going to have to keep doing these things. But it is your call, man. It's all your call. Michael, the driver of the lift's name is Mason. So you just go out. <laughs> okay. Well, everybody knows Quinn is famous for his intros. So all of season yeah. five. <laughs> oh, no. Quinn will be introing himself as a three-time loser of Film versus Film Podcast. And when he introduces me, he will say the reigning and three-time champion of the Film versus Film Podcast, Leonard Smith Jr., every single episode for season five. Of film versus film podcast, I don't, well, I don't want to do that, <laughs> but I will, I will do that because I'm a man of my word, and we we have to put something on the line for these episodes, or else they mean nothing. God damn it! Is that all you have for there me? There may be a possibility of a new shirt. Oh God, don't make me wear another shirt. I don't know if <laughs> there people may be saw a possibility of another shirt. Leonard made me a shirt, which is a very specific punishment because he had to spend money on it. Where it just said loser, and I had to wear it every time we recorded, which is, I think, why I lost this season, by the way. It's subliminal. It just tells people that I am a loser, and they should not pick my movies. Yes. So I think it's, it's in effect, cheating. I'm giving you three, three kind of tiny punishments okay. for the three-peat. And the third one, I'm going back to an old episode where a guest gave a suggestion by the name of Carl Tart that you either... <laughs> Eat some. I need on film. Oh, You're no. either eating six super spicy wings, which, okay. I will either, which I will be choosing the hot sauce for. Oh shit! Or and watching draft day. <laughs> or was it rum raisin ice cream? What do you say oh. you have to eat with uh, something on top of the ice cream? Was it the was... hot sauce in the ice cream, or was it like? Wasn't it like instead of whipped cream, it was like, why am I making my own punishment worse? But I think it might have been like mayo or, or some sort of like not a topping. But we can listen to this episode. We, we have will. it we will. on our podcast. You will either platforms. have to do one of the, the weird ice cream thing or six super hot wings. Intro me accordingly every episode of season five. And so I have to intro you as a winner every episode, which is season, going to. The reigning champion and three time and, and three, three. Okay, why don't you figure out what yeah. you wanted me to say? Give it to me, and I'll, we'll we'll get that copy in there. Yep, the copy. Will You're be gonna sent. make me wear the same shirt or get me a new shirt. I love yeah. that these punishments involve you buying me shirts, essentially. And three, the real punishment. I want to do the wings thing because you're on a team called Lemon Pepper Wet. I eat wings, but I am also the kind of person who uh, considers like boneless wings wings. And I know you have a strong stance on that. I know Arisha. Former guest has a strong stance on that. I know they're not wings. <laughs> okay. I All know right. they're not, but I'm just saying, I want you to school me in wings, Leonard. If I have to watch draft day or eat the ice cream or whatever comes with it, we'll do that. We'll be more specific to the punishment. But the important thing is, uh, is that I'm being punished. And I feel <laughs> that I'm being punished. <laughs> a dark cloud hangs around over me all day. Uh, I mean, I would love a trophy or something. That'd be great. You know, if you don't Yeah, you can get one. Michael's got it. In his hand for you. So why don't you just go get it? Nope, 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 nope. I almost fell prey to my own trap. All well, right. this has been a fun one. You know, this has been a fun one at Crypto.com Arena. 
Yeah, thanks to the people at crypto.com. Thanks to thanks to Elon. Thanks to uh, no fuck Elon Musk. No, oh okay, we're not thanking him. Who, no, who's behind crypto? Thanks to a bunch of fourteen year olds on Reddit for pumping that stock, and thanks to NFTs. Thanks to NFTs. I want to I want to thank all of our great guests this season. I want to thank Rob Bowen for showing up. Uh, and I and say, still being alive and having both his legs. And still being alive and having both of his legs. And um, and but do I now want to say Rob, get out? We don't like you. And uh, I want to thank everybody who listened to our essentially serious episodes like the, in the season and also this one. Uh, and to stick around, we've got, some, we've got a couple bonus episodes coming up. One will involve my punishment, but uh, we'll, we'll talk about some movies too before we get into stuff for season five. So looking forward to the new year and looking forward to, uh, I don't know, trying to win once again. <laughs> like just trying to... I always make it 5-4. I'm very good at losing early and then at least making it 5-4 and making it look respectable. I, I yeah, want to you, win. You're good at losing early to where I don't care about the last episode. But I don't want to win 5-4. I want to win 7-2. <laughs> I want to win 8-1. to one. Okay, yeah, I want to win 10 to, to negative up. 1 if it's possible. I got to get back on my game a little bit to really feel good about myself. So more to come there. We'll see. I have a feeling I will be giving a version of this speech again in three months or whenever I mean, the our overall, next awards episode is. The overall record for you, I mean, for is, uh, you know, it's 19 to 17, so it's not that bad. Yeah. It's not, it's not as bad as you think. No, it's true. I did, I have won a season, yeah. but it doesn't feel that way. You're you're the Bulls and I'm the uh, Detroit Pistons. Like once the Bulls got past the Detroit Pistons, no one talked about the Detroit Pistons anymore. Uh oh, Michael just heard me say the Detroit Pistons, oh, and he is kicking oh, down chairs oh, to make his way shit. towards us now. Oh, okay, okay, um, Leonard, can I grab that Uber with you? Can yeah, I? Yeah. Oh, oh now you want to get in the Uber? With yeah. Me, huh? Now I want to get in the Uber. Okay, oh, okay, please. Cool, cool, cool. I took a a lime scooter here. All right, you think that can outrun Michael Jordan when he's angry? Have you ever seen that guy drive to the rim? <laughs> We're 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 fucked. We're We're fucked. We gotta go. All right. Thanks, everybody. Talk to you later. (laughs) Until that time, we'll see you at crypto.com arena. Duh!